0: um okay welcome ladies and gentlemen to talking Knicks. i'm here with my co-host big baby david um we got some breaking news in the Knicks world steve mills has been fired so we're gonna t- we're gonna talk nicks all right but before we before we get started Big baby David, how you doing? It, it's been a couple a couple weeks since we talked Knicks. There's been some uh some tragedies going on in the world and then the Super Bowl. And uh, now now we're here.
1: Yes, yeah, so I'm so happy everything that's happened the last several weeks has happened. Just kidding. It's probably too soon for that one. <laughs> um, yeah, no. I I've, I've, I've been good. Been a while since I did an episode of talking Knicks with anybody else, I think. Last episode I did was like three weeks ago already and that was my solo app. Couldn't tell you when the last time I did one with the other with the other contingent we got going is so uh so that's fun.
0: So we're back Decide and we're about back. to get rolling. We got big news. Big uh, news. V- shocking news. Stunned. Steve Mills fired. This is middle of the work day on Tuesday. Two days before the NBA trade deadline. Rumors flying about the Knicks. Knicks are holding on to Marcus Morris. They're going to sign him to a long-term deal, even though he's about to turn 31. Uh, And he's on. He's going to be an unrestricted free agent. Rumors say we're going to hold on to him. We're going to trade everything we have for D'Angelo Russell, even though we could have signed him as a free agent, technically. No, No one knows if he was interested in coming here, but technically we could have. But I don't know. And then, out of nowhere, bam. Steve Mills is fired. We, we're we worried about Mills and Perry making win-now moves because we already saw Fizdale get fired. Mm-hmm. And now, now it looks like we're probably not going to make the win-now move, even though we're on a two-game winning streak. So how are you feeling right now? Steve Mills gone.
1: Well, definitely better than I felt 12 hours ago um, because I don't like Mills. I don't think anyone did because – that's mostly because he didn't do anything good uh, for 20 years, or however long he was here. What's the number on that? I don't even know.
0: It's a long. He's here, he's here
1: a long time. He's just, like never worked anywhere else. I'm pretty sure, basketball wise. Yeah. Um, so it's it's nice to know that at least one of the one of the decision makers isn't going to be part of what's kind of an important trade deadline because these guys are only. All, all the guys we want moved can only be moved now. Um, it's either that or you just get nothing for the weird off season we had where you just signed a bunch of vets to one-year deals and then just didn't move any of them. So it's definitely good that it seems like the f- attention and focus is on actually moving Morris now when it seems like Mills, I guess, was the main – Guy saying they didn't really want to move him because he was our best player. Um, yeah, so hopefully <laughs> that happens now.
0: <laughs> yeah, and it, it's been a long, long road. Steve Mills has been with the Knicks for a very long time, as we mentioned. He was the became the GM in t- 2013, and the last time we made the playoffs was the season before he became the GM. But he signed on. Right after uh, Glenn Grunwald made the Bargnani trade, which set us back seven years. So, he really... <laughs> Steve Mills never never really got a fair shot because we're still recovering from the Bargnani trade. But, again, Steve Mills, GM in 2013, while well, Phil Jackson was the president. <clears throat> and then, 2017, when Phil Jackson left, Steve Mills became the the, the president, and then... Scott Perry took over as GM. We it's tough for us to 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 know where Scott Perry and Steve Mills. What what was whose fault right now? So right now we're hoping that Scott Perry is the guy that we all thought he was going to be when we got him. We're all very hopeful. He had a hand in the the Detroit Pistons back in the day when they won the championship. Um, he had a hand in turning the Kings around pretty quickly. I know they're they're not. They're not great right now, but last year they they had something going. So we were hoping that he could come in here and just do something for us. And now we're hopeful again because we got we have young players. Some of them have been producing, but some of them also haven't been playing enough. So at some point, you just got to throw all your all your young guys out there and let them just be terrible and grow. But basically, the Sixers' process. Mm. So that's what we're going for, hopefully. And then we're just gonna get into asset accumulation mode this is the goal Uh,
1: that's what we would do
0: (laughs) that's what we (laughs) would do and we have to assume or i guess we don't have to we just want to assume that that's what scott perry would do
1: yeah it based on you know what we do know it does seem like perry and mills were mostly aligned on a lot of issues like minor disagreements here and there it sounds like They might have disagreed on drafting barrett which is a major dispute but that's the only one that we've really heard about other than how to handle this trade deadline i guess i guess we don't really know what perry thinks but it sounds like that's where the the difference is so hopefully now he's in charge he's making the only decisions and for the sake of my mental health i like to assume he wasn't allowed to help out with decision making in any way before now and he's gonna uh, bring substantive change which would be nice
0: yeah, and so they said Perry was – or Mills, as recently as yesterday, was, was making calls and trying to make deals, negotiating, trying to get D'Angelo Russell and whatnot. And now Scott Perry's got two days to figure it all out. So what do you think about this timing?
1: The timing is really weird. and I, and I mean, I guess Steve Mills must have been somewhat caught off guard that he was getting fired now, um, much like we were, I guess, because – as much as we were talking about, wow, it's kind of crazy that they're letting him, uh, that they're going to let this front office make the decisions at this deadline and I guess stay around another year or whatever. And we talked about it when they fired Fizdale, that like w- what timeline does this put the other front office guys on? Um, It is the right thing to do. And I guess that it, it makes sense to keep Perry there just because he knows where the rest of the front office stands because he was part of it uh, on every potential move they could be making and he's been at least part of the conversations I assume with all of these um, where if they went and just immediately hired an outside guy, whether it's one of these agent dudes or, I mean, you can't poach Masai Ujiri from the Raptors and we'll, and we'll get there, uh, but you can't really poach him and have him get going and make good moves for the Knicks in less than two and a half days or, or whatever, uh, between now and the deadline. So makes sense to keep that guy around. Um
0: yeah and it's very interesting because the, we were like scared the Knicks were going to stand pat or be buyers and now it seems like if that was their approach it seems like he's got 2 days to flip everything but fortunately for us Marcus Morris has been very very good so he's going to have a lot of people bidding for his services we yeah. we believe
1: he has legitimate trade value both as a guy who can help you right now and start on like A good team um and also he he's valuable as an expiring deal because open up cap space for free agency in the summer whatever else makes rooms for makes room for more trades down the line but he's most importantly been good this year and that's why the reports are that like several contenders want him so
0: yeah Uh, and he's just been like really really good he's been like the best player on this team by a lot and like in the fourth quarter when you need a closer, he just like makes shots and knocks, knocks down shots. I know yesterday the Knicks were down 10 to the Cavs with about five minutes left. Marcus Morris went on an 8-0 run, scored 10 out of the Knicks' 12 points in yeah. in order to tie it. Then he just before, barely, barely before missed the th- buzzer beater.
1: Yeah, he did uh, in, in regulation. And before the, they got him this year and I started watching, him, I hadn't seen a whole lot of Marcus Morris. I didn't know he... I remember at the beginning of the year, my observation that I enjoyed saying was, like, I didn't know he dribbled this much, um, like, I did, and now it's more, I didn't know he was capable of being, like, a scorer by himself, I just kind of assumed he would take, like, spot-up threes in the corner, and that's, like, every three he took, which might be true, and he just could do this the whole time. I haven't gone back and watched the last couple years of Celtics basketball retroactively, but... Um yeah. maybe that's the case. So my,
0: my friends that are a Celtics fan used to say like he would he would like hit a couple shots and then he would just start just shooting. He would just like try to like take over the game like he was the best player on the team. And maybe, maybe he was. mm mm-hmm. That's what we might found. have. Been. Maybe if you'd actually just let him be a high volume shooter. But I mean he's only shooting three and a half more shots than he did in the last two years. Eleven point three field goals in both. Yeah the last two seasons and now he's shooting 14.8 but his efficiency from three point range now shooting 44 percent is is the big spike that's up seven seven or six and a half percent from last year which is yeah. good
1: and that three point percentage was like well over 50 percent for a while there i don't know when he dropped below probably uh at some point while the knicks were playing badly which is all year but
0: uh <laughs> <laughs> fair fair assumption that that's when it happened then <laughs> At some point during the next season, his three-point percentage dropped.
1: Yeah, I, I guess the assumption must have been in a lot of ways that, like, he always is a guy that you knew you could give him the ball and he'd go make a shot before, but now it's like, oh, well, that's kind of the game plan today is, uh, is Morris is going to be – we're going to play, like, through him, which uh, has happened all year because the Knicks aren't good, so it's either him or Randall's got to do that. Randall we expected that to be his role
0: yeah and I mean it seems like Morris is, is probably going it's going to be a scary life without him I uh, know we've yeah, had yeah. we've had a couple preview games where he didn't play uh one included the the Wizards without seven of their eight top scorers and we lost that one I forgot is he, he sh- wasn't in that game that yeah was, that was that was bad I mean let's let's see who else we got there's there's been a lot of like speculation you don't really know which Twitter accounts to trust at this point, and who who to trust. I saw one say they were shopping Al- Alfred Payton. He didn't have a check mark though, so I, I have no idea. Uh, yeah. Rumors we're looking at Kyle Kuzma, exploratory talks. Um, then there's just guys that like kind of make sense to trade, like Taj Gibson. He, yeah, I, I like someone you.
1: would want him. He's <laughs> a vet. He plays. He doesn't play badly ever. Yeah, like, you he had that like, recent stretch of being like really good for like two weeks
0: yeah and if you just have like a, a guy who makes eight million dollars who's not good and you could just swap them and throw in a second that's yeah. fine no like,
1: reason for the knicks not to do that especially assu- assuming the philosophy has actually shifted in the front office of course because they yeah. might uh it, it's still largely the same group so i like hesitate to get like excited <laughs> <laughs> I
0: guess that makes sense. They only got rid of one person, but that person had the name the the title of president. Yeah, so. he
1: was by all indications like the main decision maker. Uh, I'm trying to think like who else could really go. Like Peyton, I think they could get something for, but he always to me seemed like the one vet on the team that it wouldn't really make sense to move necessarily unless you're getting a, like a good return just cuz um the other point guards on the team are dennis smith jr who might be the worst basketball player i've ever seen (laughs) uh kadeem (laughs) allen who like plays in the g league often even though he's like looked like he belongs to the nba when he gets minutes which is cool and all but uh but like he's not actually proven anything frank who i I, like don't know what to think of him because like i like him i think in general he's taken steps forward this year but like is he a point guard? I, I don't know. He kind of passes the ball directly to the other team a lot. Yeah, still.
0: And in that Cavs game, the the, the last five minutes closing it, they were they were playing uh, Alfred Payton and Frank together, and Dennis Smith Jr. played well throughout the the, the game to that point. So, you know, I, I think Alfred probably stays is my guess. I could see teams wanting him. He doesn't make too much money. I think he makes like eight million, which is fine. It's he. he had a triple double last night. I'll pay eight million dollars for a triple double if I'm a playoff team. Um, yeah, he
1: can he can do that any given night. Yeah. So if he, someone not, wants him, I'm certainly not going to be <laughs> mad if the Knicks move him.
0: Yeah, that's everyone except for the really young guys. We the, I think there's Knox, Frank, um, sorry, Mitch and Barrett are like the guys you would prefer to stay. Knox mm. has been like up and down, but hopefully we preach some patience. Uh, I, I don't want to trade him. I guess if we did trade yeah. him, I, I wouldn't. I would just be like, "Ugh, I'm not happy about that." But yeah,
1: it, the like the only untouchables are Barrett, Robinson, and like this coming years first, and even then, like even like uh, it's probably sacrilege to say this. I I do think like. There's there's a right move where I could see us moving Mitch, and I'm not mad about it. But yeah. the other guys, it's like, like yeah, you get to the Franks and Knoxes. It's like, yeah, I personally like rooting for them or whatever. I guess we can throw, like, Dotson in there, even though isn't he older than Randall? Anyway, um, where it's like, yeah, I'm I'm not opposed to moving them, but like it kind of can't be us just giving them away or – Throwing them in as like a favor to the other team in the trade, yeah.
0: As we've as we've done in the past, when Steve Mills was president, I know we traded J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert for Lance Thomas, uh, Lou Amundsen. Lou
1: Amundsen. And some other Alex guy. Kirk, who never played. Yeah, um, and, so we,
0: and there was like a second round pick <laughs> in four years. I think it was that. I think it was just this second round pick that we just got, Iggy. Might have maybe, been. but we traded up for Iggy. So Something it like was, that. yeah, so bad. Uh, n- new information for you. We just got breaking news. Uh, just saw. Alfred Payton unfollowed the Knicks on Instagram. So maybe he is getting traded. Uh, and th- that's
1: We were just talking about that.
0: We also heard a Mark Berman reported that Marcus Morris said his goodbyes to the Knicks writers when he was in Cleveland. I mean, we were just talking that we think Marcus Morris is going, but Alfred Payton is more news. Mm -hmm. Also, this is great journalism. He he unfollowed him on Instagram, and then we we just go straight to this speculation.
1: That's true. Question. I, like, can't remember a time when a player, like, unfollowed the team on Instagram or whatever ahead of time and, like, I noticed that they actually did get moved. I feel like that always just happens with rumors. Yeah. (laughs) Does does that actually happen? We talk about it every time. I remember there was, like, last year or whatever, whenever it happened, Jimmy Butler, like, liked a few Spurs posts or something, and people went nuts.
0: Yeah. I think there was, like, rumors that Dennis Schroeder, like, scrubbed his Instagram of Thunder stuff at one point last year. He's still on the team. Uh well, I, don't, I have no idea. It's it's good speculation. It's fun. We'll see who's on this team in two days, two and a half days, or I guess it's just two days at this point. So, uh, should we just talk about what the future of the Knicks front office is about this plan?
1: Yeah, I guess talk like the the rumors a little bit with who might be taken over that we know about. Yeah, I guess.
0: So, I mean right when this news broke, Shams broke it. Or I I the first person you texted me a Shams tweet first. And then yeah, I, think I got Woj to watch technically tweet. Beat him. All right. Well, he didn't beat Idiot. him. To, he didn't beat him to my phone. So, Shams phrased it
1: as Mills being fired, so I shared that one cuz I liked uh, it more. I huh, appreciate it. I think it. Woj was uh, stepping away or whatever.
0: All right. Um and then Woj followed that up saying that the Knicks would like Massey Ujiri. and But then he followed that up a half hour later with like a string of tweets saying that it would be really hard to get him and that they were already on their way to getting other people and that they're looking at trying to hire someone in like who has good relationships with the players that isn't a front office guy. And then Mark Stein comes back and says that Ujiri wants to come to the Knicks. And he's going to find a way to get here. So there's a lot of speculation going on right now. I don't know what's true. But what yeah. do you what do you want to be true?
1: I don't know. I mean, if Ujiri wants to be here and, like, believes in Dolan for some godforsaken reason, one, maybe I don't trust his judgment after all. Um, but, two, like, yeah, that would be the best option in a vacuum. I guess then we'd have to discuss, like, what do you send the Raptors? Because... They like he's under contract for what two more years or something? He's under contract yep. through twenty 2020, twenty 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 one. So after this, that one more sense. year after yeah. this one. Um. Yeah, so yeah, that'd be cool. I just don't know what we'd be giving up.
0: Yeah, and the Knicks just aren't good enough to be trading first round picks for front office guy. I don't yeah. think. I don't know. Uh, we yeah, traded this We traded one.
1: Sorry. On the one hand, like. Like, yeah, it feels kind of short sighted to like move draft picks or whatever when we don't have like a ton of them to work with for the first time, we have actually kind of a decent number of draft picks, but uh it feels short sighted to move the the ones we have for a front office guy and then they just don't have the draft picks to use, but also like Masai Ujiri's really good, so like it's probably if there's any guy that would be worth it, it's probably that you look surprised.
0: The Dodgers traded Jock Peterson.
1: They flipped him Angels, right? I don't know. Um, Somebody. That was a baseball thing. Yeah. yeah. They, flipped, they flipped him to uh, the Angels for Luis <laughs> <laughs> Uh
0: This is talking Knicks, though. We do have our picks, and we have the Mavs picks, like you mentioned. Um, hopefully, we can if we can accumulate enough second-round picks in this, if we like, get it, the Clippers pick. That'd be yes. like the perfect pick for us to give to the Raptors.
1: Flip, flip that and like what basically what amounts to like every other second that they could get. Like if we give from them everyone else. The, Ra-
0: the Raptors pick, or no, no, sorry, sorry. If we give the Raptors the Clippers pick and like a Hornets pick, a Hornets second or two that we got in the mm-hmm. Willie Hernandez trade, that would be fine. I mean, second-round picks are, like, whatever. Who cares? I'm not,
1: like, thrilled about giving up picks to do it, but, like, I would shrug and do it because Ujiri's really good at what he does.
0: Yeah. And the the Knicks have actually done well drafting in the second round with Mm. Dotson and Mitch. But a lot of the time you could just buy a a second-round pick for about $3 million or so. Yeah,
1: Yeah, if you want to do it. Which I don't know why it seems like the Knicks kind of never, ever do it (laughs) because... Like, the one thing I've kind of praised the front office for over the last several years is their ability to, like, just identify talent. They can't keep that talent happy or improve upon players' pure talent. But, like, they see guy, they get guys who are talented, especially with, like, these late picks they've had between Dotson and Robinson. There's been, like, a bunch of undrafted guys that the Knicks have gotten over the years that became, like, real NBA players that got big contracts elsewhere because... Uh, the Knicks couldn't keep them happy here, and/or didn't want to actually pay them.
0: Exactly. You got Trier, Ga Langston, Galloway, Jeremy Lin wasn't. I mean, he wasn't Aaron. straight to the Knicks. He was on the Warriors first, and yeah. but the, he broke got through. Lin sanity. Only time I've ever been happy. <laughs> <laughs> Agreed. Lin sanity and Clearly and the the 54 win season with Carmelo.
1: It's literally it.
0: And that eight game streak when Amari scored 30. That was. Yeah, that was fun. That was probably the happiest I've ever been. So, if we don't get Ujiri, if the price isn't right, and if the Raptors are just like, no, we just won the championship and we're the two seed now, number three in the power rankings according to ESPN. Um, I guess they could technically make another run to the finals. the The Bucks look really good, but if the Raptors just like go to the finals again, yeah.
1: The Raptors there's certainly a world where they like stay healthy and then like get hot at the end and just won a championship last year. Like we know they can do it. They don't have Kawhi Leonard anymore, which is kind of important, but then like Siakam sort of decided he's Kawhi Leonard now.
0: Yeah. Exactly. So, so if the Raptors don't miss miss the Raptors stay hot. And even if they just like make a deep playoff run, you know, is it, Maybe that's why Ujiri leaves, or maybe that's why he stays. I have no idea.
1: Yeah, I don't know if he like is if it feels like it'd be weird for him to abandon a championship contender <laughs> uh, to for go the... th- be with the Knicks. <laughs> I um, guess
0: I guess that's true.
1: But maybe maybe he wants a project. He did already get the one ring. Like I think it's probably just not a discussion at all if the Raptors like lose last year's finals.
0: Yeah, but. That's a- that's funny this is funny thing to be speculating about he's doing a very good job and he's got a lot better stuff to do than try to fix the knicks so i guess he's out in my head just now based on this conversation we just had you convinced me that he already has a better job um and so the other rumor is that they're looking for uh someone who's got good relationship with players i know the Woj referenced Bob Myers with the Warriors and Rob Polinka with uh the Lakers. Polinka used to be Kobe Bryant's agent, an agent to a lot of people. I don't know what Bob Myers used to do, but he apparently he's got good relationships I with
1: I saw people. people saying both of them when in, in response to like the rumors about like the CAA guys the Knicks are interested in, so I'm assuming he was an agent at one point. But I don't that makes sense. Know that.
0: Hey. I mean, I'm I'm convinced. There was one rumor that Kevin Durant's agent was uh, we were thinking about him.
1: Yeah, was that? I don't even, I don't remember where. Oh, the Post said that right. So it was like actually kind of reputable. I couldn't remember if that was like just a guy saying it. I know I made yeah, the joke, <laughs> but I don't know if that was, uh, I don't know if that was just a guy, what or a, like an actual report. But I think it was actually a report that. What they were guy? Interested.
0: What guy? There's no guy. Bozo did it. <laughs> and, you know, if they do <laughs> – if they do uh, go
1: get uh, Rich Kleiman, they can then – I think it would position them well to go get Kevin Durant last summer. Uh,
0: yeah. <laughs> uh, it's just a good, funny thing to say. <laughs> yeah. uh, and, just, if
1: there were the rumors before, like when we were talking about how, oh, we're definitely getting Kevin Durant a year ago, uh, that, like w- – Kleiman did want to like run the Knicks one day, so like, it's not like it's a new idea necessarily that he would take a GM job here. Just I just don't really see it happening, especially since like his number one guy, he couldn't convince his best client to mm. go to his favorite team. Yeah, that makes sense. So, I don't know. <laughs>
0: and then so I mean, it's also tough for us to talk about this because I don't know who any of these people are. Like, yeah, you, we, we have no idea who they're talking about.
1: It probably ends up being none of these people. So, like, I I don't know. I don't even know, like, the CAA guy's name that they were talking about before. I don't love it on principle just because I've been noticing uh, the Mets and their CAA guy, Brody Van Wagenen, and nobody really likes that guy. Doesn't mean everybody who uh, comes from there and becomes a GM is an asshole. And there's actually a history of agents becoming – good front office people in basketball where there really wasn't that in baseball. Um, so like, I just, it's just a weird mental block for me. Cause it's not really a problem for basketball, but I also just don't trust any of the Knicks inclinations there. The other rumor I, I saw people talking about though, was, uh, was Sam Presti, the Oklahoma city GM, uh, who I guess his contracts up after this season. So if they just like, wait for the summer they can just like hire him if he wants to be here so that would be that that sounds pretty
0: cool. good i mean he's the I, guy I that i like him he drafted durant russell westbrook james harden Serge baka that's pretty good people durant.
1: like to blame him for trading james harden or people today have to talked about well, yeah but he traded james harden but like everyone knows that was a like command from ownership
0: yeah that was a financial decision that was a bad one
1: yeah it's like the most regretted move like ever
0: Um, other than everything the Knicks have done
1: (laughs) yeah yeah but the most egregious like non-Knicks move ever you gotta like put that filter on it sort of like (laughs) a few years ago uh, there used to be like on MLB.com you could search like the fastest pitches of the season and back, that was back when, like, rolled as Chapman was the only guy who could hit a hundred miles an hour oh, yeah, consistently. Yeah, yeah. So there was the Chapman yeah. filter. <laughs> uh, yeah, that's funny. It's like if you want to compile a list of worst NBA moves, you got to throw on the Knicks filter because, like, everything yeah. they did was bad. They do bad <laughs> stuff all the time.
0: Yeah, and then everyone else.
1: Now, what's the worst thing every ev- everyone else?
0: All right, I think this is getting us into a good a good conversation to have. Let's just talk about some of the horrible, terrible moves that happened while Steve Mills was here. I mentioned Bargnani happened right before he became the GM, but, I mean, he was still here. Steve Mills has been here. I I have to mention that Jake would want us to tell you that he was an account executive with MS3, and he just worked his way up to president, which is amazing. It's like uh, he he went to Princeton. He's a smart guy, um, but just went from account executive and just worked his way up. They tell you that's that's the American dream that they tell the people. And apparently it can actually happen. I, I didn't think it was true, but apparently. But it can only happen for one person It's the thing, because there's only yeah. one president.
1: Only one president of basketball operations for the New York Knicks, so. Sorry.
0: Then, <laughs> then the <laughs> other part of that is that he just ruined it for everyone, so it'll never happen again. <laughs> so, so Can't let's get let
1: th- anybody ascend.
0: So let's... Maybe we don't have to just talk about about Mills, but let's just talk about some horrible stuff that has happened. We mentioned the Bargnani trade. Knicks came off their best season in since nineteen nineties, where they they won a playoff series, and then they just traded Novak in a first round pick for Bargnani, who was the Raptors were considering amnestying, and uh, the Knicks had. Just have been in a free fall ever since. I mentioned the J.R. Smith trade. Uh, just traded J.R. Smith and Iman Shumpert for a bunch of garbage just to get J.R. Smith off the team because they thought he was annoying and partying too much, which was just a bad decision. Cause uh, both started on the championship
1: Cavs team. <laughs> so
0: <laughs> Yeah, you traded two starters to it the champions for nothing at all for a second-round pick in three years.
1: Yeah. To be th- fair, Lance Thomas wasn't m- well. He wasn't good, but he wasn't like useless. But also, he
0: to be fair, to be fair, there, as soon as those three people got traded to the Knicks, they all got cut immediately.
1: Yeah, everyone else.
0: And then they signed bad. on. They signed on to ten-day contracts, and Lance eventually stuck around. So it's not like we we were happy to have have them. It was yeah. just a, something that ended up happening so there's (laughs) that accident i mean then we got draft picks we picked frank i don't i got nothing against frank i wish he was Donovan. i wish he was not donovan mitchell but i'm sure a lot of a lot of the teams that picked before donovan mitchell wish their player was donovan mitchell
1: right they yeah i have no real issue with the frank pick just because Well, also, I I mean, I guess we don't know – sort of like how we don't know what was Mills, what was Perry. I'm assuming most of what was happening before was Phil Jackson, but also, like, incompetence didn't stop just because Phil left, so maybe it was a lot Mills. But I don't really have a problem with the Frank pick because, I mean, they were down to – every indication was they were picking between him, Malik Monk, and Dennis Smith Jr., and Frank is by far – the most resembling of a basketball player of any of those three. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> that's, that's
0: that's good. That's a win in our book. So, like so he, that,
1: Yeah, they didn't pick Mitchell, but
0: whatever. So we like Frank. Frank, we'll give him Steve Mills, I guess, good goodish job on that one. Fine. Um, this is also like Clarence Gaines' territory was in on this. I have, I have no idea. I don't know. I have no idea who was part of yeah. what. Th- it's Jackson been such like a,
1: a mishmash of just bad it all really just gloms together
0: so i mean let's just talk about how horrible everything's been the derrick rose trade which seemed like a good idea i was very excited i remember derrick rose got traded to the knicks when i was, was in my office i was like oh my god this is amazing derrick got derrick rose. rose traded uh robin lopez jerry and grant whatever else didn't matter i
1: like talked myself into being stoked about the Derek rears trade even though in the moment i was upset about moving lopez because he was kind of good and the salary cap like it just bumped so his deal became cheap
0: i mean but we Uh, replaced lopez pretty easily (laughs) it was was real quick and easy with the next big move signing joe kim noah (laughs) to a 72 million dollar deal he's still getting paid right now, (laughs) I think. He's still on the salary cap. I don't know if they had to pay him out immediately when they bought him out. They, like,
1: they – I don't know if he, like, still literally gets, like, paid a paycheck now. But they, like, they use the stretch provision on it. Yeah. So this
0: was the last year of his contract, believe it or not. That's how horrible life is. Imagine if he was still on the Knicks. He hasn't been on the Knicks. So he just didn't play for that one year. And then they caught him at the very beginning of last year. So he played for one season out of his four-year deal, and then he sat on the bench <laughs> for one season, and then he got, he's got he been just at, at his house for two years. No, he was on the Grizzlies last year.
1: He it, it played pretty well for the Grizzlies, and then just kind of nobody's taken him now. The Lakers, we know were between him and Dwight Howard, and Dwight Howard turned out to be very much the right choice, but – uh, looking at it in Noah's four-year deal, he played fifty-three games for the Knicks. <laughs>
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's seventy-two million dollars too.
1: Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good.
0: All right, and then him. to go to go along with, I mean, that's uh, do should we say more about that? That was horrible.
1: Is I, I mean. What else is to be said? I and mean, honestly, he was—he didn't perform that horribly in year one. But think about what I'm saying. Yeah, it, just, it wasn't yeah. that horrible. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, yeah, he—he no, he rebounded well.
0: But like, it was like, like,
1: and like, as in, he grabbed rebounds well, not like bounced back from any adversity. Yeah. So the,
0: <laughs> his numbers are also like it's like four points per game and eight rebounds. It's like a weird thing like that. So he was rebounding, he didn't. He couldn't make a layup. I remember that. It was, that was, it was bad. Real weird. Oh, and then his free throw shots; those were bad. The, he got this four-year. Oh,
1: the butterfly free throw thing. Yeah, Demarcus Cousins one?
0: just looking at him and being like, "What are you? <laughs> what are you doing?" <laughs> uh, Classic Joe Kim. and the, so he was coming off a year where he averaged about like five points and eight rebounds and played like thirty games and then they gave him that the 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 season after that. That's when the <laughs> cap, the, the, the cap spiked. And so they signed Joe Kim. They brought in Courtney Lee, Derek Rose, and that was when uh we were a super team. Courtney Lee got a his four year like forty eight million dollar deal, something like that. Which right. seems on
1: to say four for forty four or something like that, which is the yeah. same thing.
0: Something fair. That seemed fair, I mean, but now Courtney Lee's making twelve million dollars sitting on the end of the Mavericks bench. Hasn't really played this year. Knicks had to I mean this is all building up to the Knicks trading Porzingis, but we have to we have to wait until we get there.
1: <laughs> yeah. Uh Tim Hardaway Junior.
0: Tim Hardaway Junior got traded yeah. also. That's another yeah. part of it. For Jerry and Grant.
1: I remember at one point I had like the list. I had, I had like, the sequence memorized because like, they drafted Grant in the first round. It was cool because they finally drafted a point guard. Then they flipped him for – or they They're traded girls. Hardaway, got got Jaron Grant. Then they flipped him for Rose and then just signed Hardaway back <laughs> for like as four a restricted years, free set. agent. And because he was restricted, you had to severely overpay him to keep him yeah. or to, to not have it be matched cuz like he was kind of good that year before like i was sort of excited about the progress he made and at the time i talked myself into well y- you have to overpay him a bit to get it done but then i didn't really think about how he was still getting like 18 million a year he got the Joakim noah deal basically yeah. um, with with the
0: player option on the end of it so if he did a good <laughs> if he did do a good job then he could leave if like he <laughs> actually, if he earned if his contract <laughs> If anything good actually happened, <laughs> he could just he could leave that, that uh this is a crazy crazy decision
1: yeah that, oh man,
0: <laughs> and this is all just building up. I don't know if there's anything before
1: I'm sure there was, but the there's main the main one and that the thing that's like more mills' fault than anything else,
0: yeah, so ultimately all hell broke loose. I mean, we're not even going to talk about all the coaching changes and how terrible all that was. All hell breaks loose. Porzingis gets injured. And he starts to hate the entire front office, doesn't know what anybody's doing. And then they trade trade him. We got Porzingis. We finally found our superstar, our homegrown superstar. We love this guy. He's the, the unicorn. Looks Literally. amazing.
1: As as much a fan favorite as <laughs> like you could possibly have, because there's finally something positive.
0: Yeah, we finally selected someone who looks like a, a star. But the closest thing we'd done to that was probably like David Lee, who was let, drafted and was just like a a fifteen uh, and ten guy. And that that was that was the Knicks' def- definition of a homegrown star. Was yeah, a guy borderline who
1: like all star <laughs> production for a few years. <laughs> exactly. But. We talked I'm, ourselves I'm, into Iman Shumpert being, like, a nice point guard to um, not the case. Yeah, um, exactly.
0: And Porzingis was the Knicks' first all-star since David Lee. No. Yeah. have yeah,
1: had one since.
0: <laughs> and we never will.
1: Probably not. <laughs>
0: <laughs> so that Porzingis trade ends up being Porzingis and salary dumps of Tim Hardaway Jr., and Courtney Lee. In order mm-hmm. to bring back Dennis Smith Jr. and two Started. Mavericks picks, uh, those are the key parts. I mean, there's other stuff involved. Yeah. Trey Burke went over there. We got DeAndre Jordan, but none of that really mattered.
1: Yeah, we had him for three minutes, and
0: yeah, that was, that was
1: nice. Like, he was kind of fun to watch. All things considered, but we he actually probably learned something.
0: We actually had Wes Matthews for three minutes. I think he played one or two games and He then we played got him. he
1: played one game. I remember <laughs> that. And they like immediately bought him out. And uh, uh. He's, he's like a contributor on the Bucks It's weird like looking yeah. at like just separately, looking out at it, like the contenders in the NBA and seeing how many former Knicks are like oh, contributing yeah. for good teams. Which I get I'm sure a lot of teams could point at other teams and see like former guys, but I think it's just crazy because the Knicks are, have just never been good.
0: I mean, but you said it earlier. The J.R. Smith and Shumpert just starting on the championship team is just – that just
1: kills you. the most egregious one. <laughs> <laughs> we attached just... Shumpert, who who also is like a fan favorite. Everyone loved him. And, like, uh, in reality, we all, like, overhyped him. But, like, at the time, he was a solid starter and, like, a guy who you could see becoming a first-team all-defense guy and three-and-D threat. Um <laughs>
0: Actually, And you flipped him just because you
1: were annoyed with J.R. Smith, who uh, turned out wanna, to not be a problem once the culture's okay
0: on the I team. Wanna, I want. I got to go back to that trade for a second. So I remember <laughs> when it, it broke, and it was the Knicks traded J.R. Smith and Iman Shumper, and the rumor was we got Reggie Jackson back.
1: That's true. I forgot about
0: that. And so I remember thinking we got Reggie back, Jackson back and saying, that's not enough. We must have gotten some else because we gave up J.R. Smith and Shumpert, so we can't just mm-hmm. get. And I this is like pick two or something. This is like one one year removed from J.R. Smith averaging seventeen and being sixth man of the year.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah, he'd like just been good.
0: Yeah, and we were like, "This we got to get more." And then if, come to find out that we didn't even get Reggie Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> was there Wasn't there?
1: Uh, wasn't there like a second rumor or something that was also like a decent package? <laughs> Um, like I remember, yeah. and Reggie Jackson looked like really exciting at the time. So I was excited about yeah. Reggie Jackson Yeah, uh, and, and still didn't think that was enough, of course. But I remember thinking like, oh, that's not great. And there was some other rumor. Maybe it was just that there was like a a pick that was supposed to be good or something. And I was yeah. like, oh, cool, cool. At least they're getting like uh, a pick. They just lost one for Bargnani. So at least they'll get one of those back. And they didn't even uh, get that. God. Yeah. <laughs> Just gave him away, and, and I, so. <laughs> uh, well, do you, you have something else to say about the J.R. Smith trade? Because <laughs> okay, the, then circling back again to the Porzingis deal. Yeah, I'm just remembering like that day for me. I remember like I went oh. and got a. I went and got like a haircut. It was. It, I had like early classes. I was in college. Um, it's pretty cool, and uh, so I was like done with my classes after like the morning. So I went for, like, an early afternoon haircut. I come out, and I see it, like, 20 minutes ago, Porzingis. It came out that Porzingis was, like, upset, which there wasn't any real indication of before. I was like, oh, crap, he's upset. What? How'd we piss him off? We didn't even do anything yet. Like, and he was, like, just rehabbing all year. What did we do? Like, the team's not good, but they're not good on purpose. And then, like... And I, the second I started, like, driving back to my to my uh, dorm, the report comes out that's like, yeah, so Porzingis says he would like to be moved. I was like, oh, crap, we're going to have to deal with this. And, like, two minutes later, it's like, yeah, they expect to get a deal done by the deadline. Like, it's not going to wait until this summer. And I was like, what is happening? This is moving so fast. I can't believe this next week is going to be crazy. And then, like, literally, I come home. I sit on the couch. I'm, like, trying to... Flip to Sports Center just to see if they're talking about it, and it's like, oh yeah, he uh, he went. They got nothing.
0: Yeah, that (laughs) was that was an unbelievably fast.
1: Literally, all happened within less than two hours.
0: Yeah, it it was just one morning, Porzingis was upset, and later that morning he was no longer on the Knicks. And I remember I was talking to Kenny and talking to like everybody, and just like, there's no way. These are just rumors, like, he's a restricted free agent. It doesn't matter what he wants. The Knicks can just match any offer sheet, and they'll keep him. So It really, really doesn't matter at all. He has to deal with it. Yeah, it's like, sorry, bro. You're, you're on like the Knicks.
1: It's like, dude, we get to keep you if we want, and, like, we have the max space, so, like, we're going to get you a friend, and you'll change your mind.
0: Yeah, exactly. That's <laughs> And we're going to get Zion. We're going to get the number one pick. Or we're going to get a top pick. And, but this is going to work out. Or we could trade that topic for somebody good, too, if nothing works out.
1: Yeah, if he'd be, we could get AD, <laughs> those two together would be kind of funky yeah. looking, but, like, fun, in a fun way because they're both, like, good and can do a lot of stuff. Jeez. Um, um, and, like, I, I've talked about it with my dad a lot. It's like, yeah, you can only do that trade if, like, you know for a fact you're signing KD and Kyrie, which is – what we all thought was happening until it didn't happen. And then, uh, and, and like thinking back on like the Michael K show interview with Dolan and he was like convinced like you guys are going to like what we have planned this summer. It's was like, <laughs> Oh, they like, they must know for a fact they're getting Katie. All right, fine. It's worth not getting much of real substance. If like they're getting Katie and this opened up, the cap space to go get another guy like they're getting Kyrie, plus a top pick and like of course they fell almost as far as they could fall in the lottery so they didn't get zion or john morant uh and we like rj barrett and he is a and he he was like a hit uh as far as a draft pick but like those other two guys are like already superstars yeah barrett's like i'm pretty sure he'll be an all-star but like he could fizzle he could yeah
0: yeah (laughs) oh man it, was all, it all happened so quickly. And I think that's that's where, where this whole Mills fairy merry-go-round has brought us to the KD, Kyrie rumors of us all being positive. We just did a salary dump in order to open up all this cap space and finally get this team that we've always dreamed of. And then we didn't get it. And then we just signed all of these people that we have on our team now, which is just... Yeah.
1: And less than two days before the deadline, they're still all here. Yeah. So, because we talked about it, It's like, oh, well, we'll take on – we didn't get those two, but fine. We'll go plan B, take bad contracts in, <laughs> and, like, take picks with those. And to the Knicks' credit, only, like, two of those moves happened all summer. So you can't, like, blame them for not doing that. But, like, the yeah, next I- best thing from there is, like, actually moving these veterans that you signed – which they haven't yeah. done yet, and they still can. The deadline's not; it hasn't passed
0: yet. Yeah, but I want to say that. I want to say Iguodala, Mo Harkless, and Tony Snell were the three people that got traded.
1: I forgot the Snell one.
0: Snell got another d- year on his deal though, so he wasn't even expiring. Yeah. So that's why.
1: Yeah, we probably uh, wouldn't have been in favor for that because we wanted to r- uh, run back the cap space next summer
0: yeah <laughs> we nick's always <laughs> we're always no optimistic and always let down so and hopefully even right now we're optimistic and is that just setting ourselves up for, to get let down or is this finally the real change that we've always been looking for and that's that's what we're all wondering right now and obviously you just have to hope that it's the the good one because that's that's what hoping means
1: yeah <laughs> It'd be it'd be really weird if I was hoping for the bad one. Although I guess a part of me all, like it gets it gets a little sadistic where it's like uh you almost like being miserable. I certainly yeah. would prefer them be good. Like I genuinely would prefer them be good. But like whatever, more more things to yell about isn't an inherently bad thing for uh for what we're doing, I guess.
0: Yeah. And I know But like be good. Please be good. <laughs> I know. I joke that, like, right after they they fired Steve Mills, if they just, if at this deadline they just made some horrible classic Knicks deals, traded for Dennis Schroeder and Andre Drummond, and then just got rid of the young stars and maybe traded a, a first round pick, and we were just still the Knicks, that would just be demoralizing.
1: Yeah, that that'd be no good.
0: <laughs> but it it would be funny though.
1: It would be hilarious. That especially, would be a classic Knicks quip.
0: Especially because you only get two days of hope before getting <laughs> it all destroyed.
1: Yeah, ah, uh, uh, yeah. It's, it's two days. It's like the little bit of hope I have, which I've already kind of let go away. Because, uh, like, somebody like tweeted at me that maybe Mills was the only one who didn't want to trade for Terry Rozier last night, <laughs> um, and that like. <laughs> Like, it was a, like that guy was who responded to my tweet, I think, was joking, and, like, I laughed, and I've been laughing about it, but also, like, what if that's true and Mills was, like, the only thing keeping Dolan hinged? Like, that's, there's a non-zero percent chance that that is the case. I don't think it is, but, like, what if?
0: Well, the other good part about it only being two days is that at least we'll know in two days whether we that's should be happy. I mean we we won't know if we should be happy in two days, but we'll definitely know if we should be sad.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll know if we need to be upset now.
0: Yeah, that's good.
1: Hey, it's it's not like the KP trade last year where it's like Well, we can't decide if we won this trade until we find out what happens this summer.
0: <laughs> so we get And even when that curve. didn't
1: happen, we we're like, Oh yeah, but like Porzingis still has to go be good and we got two firsts, which like the two firsts. That they got does get kind of lost in all this a little bit. Yeah. Um, but also the Mavericks look like they're kind of actually good, so those picks won't be good.
0: Um We'll see. Yeah. We'll wait wait and pass judgment later. I think we pretty much at
1: those picks when it's time.
0: Yeah, exactly. Once once we they've all been traded for D'Angelo Russell <laughs> and Dennis Schroeder. Capella. God. <laughs> Well, what an adventure it's been to be a Knicks fan during the Steve Mills era. I think we've we've pretty much nailed it. Um, I don't know if you have anything more to add. We had fun.
1: I had a good time. That's it. <laughs> we had a good time
0: <laughs> talking about it. We didn't have a good time living it, but that
1: is the case.
0: That's no problem. <laughs> it was it was it was a pleasure being back on the mic. Um, we'll be talking more often. We'll, oh yeah. We'll be back. Back on the grind. We'll be back with the trade deadline special in a couple days, I'm sure. Yeah. So
1: one way or the other, we're going to have a reaction after whatever it is, three o'clock on Thursday, because whether they make moves or don't make moves, it it's a it's a headline that kind of needs to be discussed. So we'll we'll be here.
0: Absolutely. So thank you for listening. Follow us and talking next. Leave a leave a five star review. I'm still looking for that guy who we said we'd give a t shirt. I think his name is Marco. So let me know, Marco. Just hit me up. But thanks for listening. Go, Knicks.
1: Go, the Knicks.